This is Calm and Cozy, episode 50. You're listening to the Calm and Cozy podcast. I'm Beth Wyatt, your insomnia, rest, and self-care coach. I'm also an artist, avid crocheter, expert napper, and occasional blogger. This podcast is full of practical advice for anyone looking for relief from insomnia symptoms, racing thoughts, and bedtime anxiety. I also cover general sleep topics, stress relief, and peaceful self-care rituals. If your life could use a little less busyness and a little more stillness, fill up your diffuser and find your coziest blanket because you're in the right place. In this episode, I'm going to cover the ways exercise improves sleep, the benefits of working out in the morning, and finding exercise that you actually enjoy. I want to make sure that you know I'm not here to make you feel judged about any of these topics. I know firsthand that adopting a regular exercise routine is not as easy as the fit girls on Instagram make it look. I've struggled for years and years to fit exercise into my daily life. So while I'm telling you all the connections between physical activity and sleep, I'm also going to talk to you about the real stuff. Let's start with part one of this episode, the connection between sleep and exercise. It's been proven that physical activity improves sleep, and vice versa. While artists and musicians are generally known to be insomniacs and night owls, athletes are known to be hardcore sleepers. Their performance depends on it. Our bodies release growth hormone while we sleep, which stimulates muscle growth and repair, bone building, fat burning, and helps our bodies recover. You know those days when you spend hours doing something labor-intensive, like helping a friend move, or painting the house, or walking around Disney World for 12 hours, and then we say out loud, wow, I'm going to sleep well tonight. We're already predicting that spending the day being active is going to help us sleep. And it's true. The best news is it isn't necessary to paint the entire house every day to sleep well at night. Exercising regularly, even for 10 minutes a day, can improve sleep quality, increase the length of your sleep, reduce stress and anxiety, relieve insomnia, and help you fall asleep faster. Let's look at each of those five things a little closer. Number one, exercise improves sleep quality. Physical activity increases the time spent in deep sleep, which is the most restorative sleep phase. Deep sleep helps to boost immune function, support cardiac health, and control stress and anxiety. A National Sleep Foundation poll found that regular exercisers were significantly more likely to report sleeping well on most nights than people who were not physically active. From my own experience, I know this to be true. I was inactive most of this past winter. I can blame my surgery in November for a little bit of it, 
but a lack of motivation and below freezing temperatures can be blamed for the rest. I also coincidentally started having trouble staying asleep at night around the same time I stopped working out. I was waking up every few hours for no reason, and it was puzzling because I had epic sleep hygiene otherwise. Once the snow was off the ground this spring, I started walking in the mornings again. It was cold and windy, but I bundled up and I went out anyway because I missed my morning routine. Then, a few weeks ago, I joined a gym called 30 Minute Hit, which is a Canadian franchise, and I started my other favorite workout, boxing and kickboxing. It's only been a few weeks, three times a week, but can you guess what happened to my sleep? I started sleeping through the night again. No mystery wake-ups or very few of them. And according to my Fitbit, I spend more time in the deeper stages of sleep than before I started working out again. Now, it's probably going to take more than one night to see an improvement in your sleep, so just be patient. Do it for the long-term health, not for the short-term results. Number two, exercise increases sleep duration. In addition to improving the quality of sleep, exercise also can help you sleep longer. Physical activity requires you to expend energy and helps you feel more tired at the end of the day. Exercising subjects in a 16-week study ended up sleeping as much as an additional one and a quarter hours per night, more than non-exercising subjects. Number three, exercise reduces stress. Just five minutes of exercise can trigger anti-anxiety responses in the body. Mind-body exercise such as Yoga and stretching can lower cortisol levels, reduce blood pressure, and improve your mood. I've had a stressful few months, and nothing relieves stress quite like putting on a pair of boxing gloves and beating on a punching bag. If you haven't tried it, I highly recommend it. Number four, exercise can help relieve insomnia. Studies suggest that aerobic exercise may be particularly effective in helping reduce insomnia symptoms and may help to reduce the severity of sleep apnea. In these studies, after 4 to 24 weeks of exercise, adults with insomnia fell asleep more quickly, slept slightly longer, and had better sleep quality than before they began exercising. Number five, exercise helps you fall asleep faster. Working out can improve circadian rhythms, which is our body's natural sleep-wake cycle. Exercise promotes daytime alertness and helps us feel sleepy at night. It's better for us than any synthetic pill, and it's good for our entire body, not just our sleep. So how much exercise do you need to improve your sleep? There's no one right answer to this. The recommendation from all the different health foundations is 30 minutes, 5 days a week. But don't let that stop you from getting whatever you can get. Any movement is good for you, and if you're not someone who works out regularly, don't be afraid to start small until it becomes a habit. It's not all or nothing. Every little bit helps. Concentrate more on consistency than duration. If you can move every day, even for 10 to 15 minutes, that's great. I've found from experience that once you get into the habit of exercise, especially exercise you enjoy, It just gets easier from there. 
I also want to point out that too much exercise can also pose sleep issues. Overtraining is a real thing, and it can lead to insomnia. Working out too close to bedtime can also be a problem because exercise is a form of stress, and your body reacts to stress by releasing hormones, including adrenaline. Part 2. A Case for Morning Workouts I will say right now that you need to schedule exercise when it works for you. I'm promoting morning workouts for those of you who have the time before your day starts and want to make it work. If you don't, this section isn't for you. Do what you can, when you can. I've always been a morning worker-outer, but I'm also not really a morning person. I tell you this so that you know there's hope for you if you can relate. If I hate the exercise I'm about to do, and I also have a hard time getting out of bed, my hatred for my workout will win every time. When I enjoy my workout and I love the feeling of accomplishment I get afterwards, that's going to help push me out of bed in the morning. This morning was actually a great example of that. I did not want to get out of my warm, cozy bed. I was very tempted to turn off my alarm and go back to sleep. But oddly enough, I enjoy my morning workouts and I knew I'd be happy I went after my workout was over. I was right. I can overcome the feeling of wanting to go back to sleep if I'm about to do something I actually like. I don't think that's rocket science, but it's still a struggle for a lot of people. A recent study had participants exercise at 7 a.m., 1 p.m., or 7 p.m. three days a week. The participants who worked out at 7 a.m. slept longer at night than the others. Morning exercise not only improves the length of sleep, but also your quality of sleep by promoting deeper sleep cycles. Stepping outside my front door and into the fresh air, and sometimes sunshine, wakes me up quickly. I'm more alert on days when I've exercised. I'm also more tired as night approaches. Working out in the morning also gets it out of the way, and it eliminates schedule conflicts that are bound to happen occasionally when you live in a busy household. I don't have to say no to anyone or turn down fun plans to go work out. I also make healthier food choices during the day when I've exercised that morning. I've done evening workouts, but... I'm tired after work and I'd rather just go home and relax. I have the most energy first thing in the morning, so morning exercise takes advantage of that burst of energy. If you want to try getting up earlier to do a morning workout, just try going to bed a little earlier the night before. If you have sleep issues and getting up earlier sounds terrible to you, don't do it. Do what works for you. These are just a few suggestions for those of you who are having a hard time finding free time in your busy day to exercise. Part three of this episode is finding exercise you actually enjoy. I used to hate exercise. I've had monthly gym memberships for decades because I knew I should be exercising regularly, but I didn't use them often enough. Probably because I equated working out with hours of torture. I was always thinking short-term and making big fitness goals and expecting results in a short amount of time. 
I used exercise as a way to punish myself for eating something I considered bad instead of a way to celebrate what my body could do. It took me way too long to figure out that exercise didn't have to be awful. Any activity that increased my heart rate and moved my body is exercise. And now, a morning walk is one of my favorite things in the world. I put my music in my ears, sometimes an inspiring audiobook or a podcast. I walk my favorite streets, I smile at strangers, I stop to pet the friendly dogs. The route that I take regularly takes about 45 minutes, and I enjoy every minute of it. No tortures involved. A workout doesn't always have to be an intense sweat session. Anything that gets you moving and gets your heart pumping. Five things I want you to stop doing now. Number one, stop thinking of exercise as torture. If you hate the workout you've been doing, stop doing it. If you dread that spin class or that hour of CrossFit and you count down the minutes till your class is over, find something else. Nobody's forcing you to go. Now there's a difference between finding a workout tough and finding a workout terrible. My 30-minute kickboxing class is intense and tough. I sweat a lot, my face is red, sometimes I have a hard time keeping up, but I love it. When the class is over, I feel great, and I feel proud of myself for doing it, and I look forward to going back. That's very different from dragging myself through a class and hating every minute of it, and then never wanting to go back. If you hate it, chances are you're not going to stick to it long term. So stop torturing yourself. Try some different things. Ask around. Pay attention to what your friends are doing and ask if you could tag along sometime or get the link to the YouTube video they use. Number two, stop with the all or nothing attitude towards exercise. You don't have to spend three hours at the gym to fit physical activity into your life. Every little bout of activity counts. A 10-minute walk at lunch counts. Taking the stairs instead of the elevator counts. Number three, stop putting it off because you don't have the money or the space. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need a new outfit to work out in. You don't even need home gym equipment. YouTube's free. Stairs are free. Your own body weight is free. You also don't need a home gym to be able to work out. You can walk outdoors. You could do yoga in your bedroom or your living room. My friend Sarah works out in the living room of the apartment she shares with her husband. He's actually walking through the living room on the way to the kitchen while she's in the middle of a workout. If you want to make it work, you'll find a way, no matter who's occasionally blocking the television. Number four, stop thinking of exercise as a short-term solution. You're not going to lose all your extra weight in a few weeks of working out. I'm sorry, you're just not. You're not going to be healthy enough to quit your medication after a month of yoga classes. Think of it as a lifelong habit and stop expecting instant results. I love the quote that says, Don't be discouraged by the time it's going to take to reach a goal. That time is going to pass anyway. Life goes by so fast. Take it one day at a time and you'll be shocked at how quickly a week or a month or a year goes by. Work out because feeling great for the rest of your life is your goal and then everything else will end up being a pleasant bonus. Number five, 
Stop using exercise as punishment. I used to work out because I thought I needed to get rid of that bad thing I ate. I cared about how many calories I was burning, and it's no wonder I hated every minute of it. I was using exercise as a punishment for the wrong thing I thought I was doing, instead of celebrating what my body could do. What I do now is I take notice of how I feel, how I am improving, and I celebrate every little victory. My first week at the kickboxing gym, I struggled with a lot of the stations in the circuit. I had a hard time doing ab exercises for two straight minutes at a time. I couldn't make contact with the pads fast enough to keep up. But only a week later, I could already feel myself improving. It might not be exciting to other people that I could do crunches without needing a break, but it was exciting to me. Marvel at what your body can do. Exercise because you love your body, not because you hate it. Your body's amazing and you've only started to scratch the surface of what you're capable of. This has been the Calm and Cozy Podcast. Thank you as always for listening, my beautiful bedtime thinkers. Until next time, sleep well and stay cozy. And to my mom who listens to my podcast every night as she falls asleep. Good night, Mama.